Hey, what's up, everybody? It's episode number 49 of the Audible Farm podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Couchtown Coffee. Couchtown Coffee is locally owned. It's made to order. It's my favorite coffee roaster in Iowa, and uh, it's pretty much my favorite coffee I've found so far in uh, the long amount of time I've been drinking a lot of coffee. And uh, I've lately, it's just been all Couchtown all the way. It's my favorite coffee I've had in recent memory easily it's 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 roasted when you order it and that's not just for me i mean it's roasted for you when you order it too uh andrew chipman who does all the roasting there at couchtown coffee he hand selects the order for you he roasts it how you want it roasted and he sends it out to you um it's made made by hand with love hand selected to order it's it's pretty awesome operation really and it's it's right here in iowa it's it's kind of crazy that uh that exists but you know it's, it's the internet and uh andrew's got a passion for this and it's kind of crazy so him and i have uh partnered up here to bring this episode to you and you know it's because he loves coffee so much that he uh he does this and he also loves music so he's he just figured it'd be a nice pairing and i thought you know this is going to be a great deal so we came together to to bring you not only a sponsorship for the podcast but we also bringing you 20 percent off so uh in order to find the coffee first off you got to go to www.couchtowncoffee.com i've got a link down below or if you, you can go to facebook.com slash couchtown coffee and you can find uh the coffee at couchtowncoffee.com go to the our coffees link and uh check it out. You can find, uh, what coffee they have there and how to order it, uh, send an email. And, uh, it's, it's really great. It's kind of a cool thing. I like to, uh, have, have the coffee every morning. I make cold brew with it as well. It's, uh, it's really good. The Colombian's probably my favorite. The Columbia one is a, is a really good one. So, uh, this week, if, if you make an order this week and, uh, by this week, I mean from the day this episode comes out, which is, I'm looking for a calendar here. All right, this episode's going to come out on the 22nd. So, uh, I mean, today is the 22nd. No, uh, so the 22nd through the 28th. If you uh, make an order for Couchtown Coffee on the 22nd through the 28th of August in 2019, when this episode, the week this episode uh, airs, and you enter the code word rock and picnic, that's rock and then an N, rock and rock space N space picnic uh the code words down below in the description if it's too too ridiculous for anybody to see but uh this week's code word is rock and picnic it'll save you 20 percent at couchtowncoffee.com so go to www.couchtowncoffee.com and check out the coffee they got there all right this week's episode i got scott doll on here and scott doll is here to talk about one thing and i bet you guessed what it is based on the code word this week and uh the rock and picnic is what it is scott's been on the podcast one other time if you haven't listened to that episode i highly suggest going back and listening to listening to that episode but this week we're talking all about rock and picnic uh what it is it's a it's a little music concert they got in Humboldt, and it's not really that little anymore. I mean, uh, I've I've been lucky enough to actually play at the Rock and Picnic a couple of years, and I I play at the beginning of the show, uh, just kind of to warm everybody up. And I'll tell you what, it's it's already pretty intimidating how packed the place gets uh, fresh off the bat. But as the night progresses, it, it gets pretty pretty crazy. I can't believe that uh, Humboldt, Iowa, has. Uh, something like that that goes on it's we're really lucky to have it but anyways i'm gonna get into more of that with the podcast because scott 
just comes over and he talks about all sorts of good things. Uh, what happens at the picnic, who goes into helping it, how it's set up, who's been there, uh, who's coming this year, etc., etc. I don't need to talk any more about it because that's all we're talking about in the podcast. So I'll tell you what, let's get down to it. Don't forget to enter that Couchtown Coffee code. It's Rockin' Picnic. It'll save you 20%. And here we go. Scott Dahl and the Rockin' Picnic. It's the Audible Farm Podcast. With your host, Peter Stockdale. All right, sitting down today, I got Scott Dahl with me again, and uh, we're going to try and take a different avenue on this one, and you're here to talk about something specific today. What are you here to talk about with me? I'm here to promote the 11th annual Rockin' Picnic held here in Humboldt, Iowa. All right, yeah, uh, I'm from Humboldt. Uh, This is kind of where I was born and raised, and are you from Humboldt originally? I grew up in a city called Rutland. It's the suburbs of Humboldt. (laughs) Nicely done. Uh, Look it up on a map if you don't get the joke. Uh, so you grew up in Rutland, but so it's pretty, pretty close to home. So, uh, we both have pretty strong ties to this, but you, uh, are involved in this actually. Like, uh, on how many years have you been involved with it? This is my seventh year of helping them out. All right. All right. So what do you, what do you do for the rock and picnic? Not to be like, what do you do for them? But what do you, (laughs) what do you do for them, man? Um, they've, they've basically, they've welcomed me in. I, I had gone to the very first, uh, first three picnics and I took my family out there. Yep. And uh, we did it just like you see on TV. My kids, I was out there throwing the football and the Frisbees, listening to music out in the middle of the park. And, yep. And um, about the fourth year, um, fifth year, I asked them, what, what can I do? Obviously, I'm not playing in a band that, you wanted, that you're interested in having play out here. Yeah. What can I do to help? And they said, well, do you know anything about running a stage? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I've never done it, but I got, an, I got a good idea what's going to, you know, what you got to do. Yeah, so exactly. since that day... Um, I have run the stage for them, getting bands on and off, uh, making sure everything clicks right, and uh, they also drafted me as their MC. Yep. And uh, the first year I did that, the first couple hours, boy, I was nervous as shit. Oh yeah. I I was I was nervous up there talking to all these people, and then there's a lot of people that go to this thing. Like, exactly. Believe it or not, even early, like right at the beginning, it's like we're starting at two. There's like already like 200 plus people there. Sometimes yep. it's wild. So. By the end of that night, though, after I was, uh, you know, the sixth or eighth time of getting up there announcing, man, I couldn't get enough. Yeah. And it's been that way ever since. I can't wait to get up there and talk to the crowd. Exactly. You know, yeah, I stutter. I stumble once in a while because it is a nervous, you know, nervous thing when you're up there. But to be able to know that you're bringing pleasure to these people. Exactly. By introducing the bands and hyping them up yep. and, and firing up the crowd if you can and trying to promote all of your uh, all your supporters and that. It's just a great it's it's a great thing that I can't wait to get back and do it again. Yeah, dude. It's so much fun. Like it public speaking is rough. I'll tell you Jerry Seinfeld had a bit about it, something like uh when they had like the biggest fears in life, uh Number one was public speaking, and number two was death. So people <laughs> yeah. would rather die than go do public speaking. So public speaking's tough. But I also get what you're saying, where you just like want to play hype man, because that's like all I do yeah. here for an hour a week. Just like let's talk about this stuff because it's fun. It, it, it's cool to know that all those bands, uh, you know, five guys here, four there, six there, whatever it is, and the sound people, everybody's counting on me and my group. You know, I've got three or four people that that come in and help me. They're all counting on me to help them. Oh, there's a mouse in the corner of my room. This is classy. So if yeah, if you hear me freaking out, it's a mouse. Anyways, uh, yeah. Okay, so you, we? 
you know, you got a bunch of people that rely on you to help make this thing go smoothly. And it's so satisfa- satisfying when you when the night is done. Um, and we've had everything from uh, absolute perfect weather for the perfect show. Uh, we had a, we had a monsoon come through one one time. Yeah, I remember it. And a matter really of two weather. minutes, we went from sunshine to absolute near tornado coming through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do remember that happening. Uh, that's that's and that's been eleven years that this has been going on. And I remember going to one of them that was early, maybe number four, the fourth year. And it wasn't until the year prior to you asking me play that I had come back. But every every year, you know. Yep. It's, Two years in a row now I've gone since that I've had to play, and I've, I'm going to go next year because this is going to be great next year. I can't wait for it. Um, we try to do, uh, you know, we, we try to keep it local with, with local bands, and we try to get uh, a headliner in or somebody, you know, that, that people are going to, that, that, that's going to be a draw. I apologize yeah. for stuttering, trying no, to figure out my no, words here. No, I totally get what you're saying, though. you got to have, have somebody big come Yes, up. and we've had a guy from uh, from Nashville. He's actually from uh, Alabama come up. Jacob Stiefel was our show one, one year and uh-huh. just just killed us. Yeah. Absolute killer southern fried rock and roll. Yeah, dude. Uh, and we've had uh, the, you know, the local uh, class of 1973 Lazy River Band close for us a couple times. That's when nice. our monsoon came through. Yep. But, uh, yeah, that's right. That's you know, what it was. I remember that. And uh, and and we've also had the local bands. You know, I've had a uh, for the Saturday night show. We have a little Cajun boil, and and uh, there's been a couple times that I couldn't scrounge up a band, and then ended up hiring my own. Which is it, it's tough to play both sides of the fence here as a booker and a musician. Yeah, I dude. don't. I do not. Absolutely, do not hire my own bands. Um, two years ago, Chris Carr was hired. But I was unaware that that Pablo was even doing that until yeah. until he told me that he'd already hired us. So yeah, so it's like I get what you're saying though. It's just it's a conflict of interest more yes. than anything. And I absolutely I don't want anybody thinking that I'm I'm hiring my own bands because I ab- I I don't want to do it. I was almost down to that this year until last Friday night when I booked our last Saturday night band. I was Sweet. thinking, well, which band am I going to try to get to play? And all the dominoes came together, and and I and I actually hired a guy out of Nashville that I know of that uh, um, I used to travel for work. Uh-huh. And every couple of weeks, I'd go downtown Nashville, and this guy'd be playing somewhere. So mm, that's cool. Uh, he's quality. He's, I mean, it, it's 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 going to be a country country show, but. This guy plays Hendrix as good as anybody I know. Oh, that's awesome, dude. He's a fan, fantastic guitarist. So. Oh, man, that's good to hear. I uh, I love me some Hendrix. I, I ended up playing some Hendrix at uh, one of you guys' Rock and yes, Picnic. Yes, So, uh, you know, by the way, I'm sure I've told you many times, thank you for uh, inviting me to actually play at one of those. It's it, Like you said, you show up. I'm, I've always been one of the, the first bands going up there, and mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy to go up there and just be like, all right, it's 2 o'clock. This place won't be that packed, and when it's not that packed, it's like I said, it's like 200 people are already yeah. there at like two in the afternoon, and this thing goes past midnight. Well, at mo- times, yeah. You know, it, it, oh god, it's so nuts, and there's so many people just just keep flocking in, and yep. it's wild. It's also wild that the parking situation is really nice there too. Like nobody ever parks like really cattywampus and gets weird with it. No, nope, they try to keep it straight out there. Sometimes they have people out managing it, you yeah, know, telling yep. you where to park, but. I think we kind of let that go because people people can handle it themselves. Yeah, they've figured it out over the years. Yeah, that, uh, you know, just don't just whip in and park anywhere. Keep it lined up so the next guy can. It's pretty wild how you get a big group of people together to enjoy something and yeah. it, how smoothly it goes. Because I don't know, it's not like I don't have the confidence in everybody, but it's just also kind of crazy that like 
nobody's out there messing it up because like you'd think like one guy's gonna park sideways or something <laughs> yep so if you don't mind let's go back and, and explain why we're here all right let's talk about it we are here to promote the rock and picnic yes rock and picnic is a festival that we've been uh uh, having in Humboldt out at Joe Sheldon Park at the Lower Sheldon uh, area there uh, for about 11, well, it's been 11 years. It's our 11th annual. Yep. I've been, uh, I've taken part in uh, seven of them now, and I've seen 10 of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, seen nine. This will be my 10th um, as our 11th annual. Um, I'm happy to be able to help the group out. Um, and, and what I do for them is I, A, try to help hire bands, yep. try to manage the stage on and off, and I also do a little emceeing and, and promoting while, we're, while, we're, while the show's going on. Yep. And as I explained earlier, I, it's, it's such a drug to get up there in front of the people, and it, it, I, was, I was afraid to start, but man, once I got on it, I can't, I can't wait to get up and do it again. But the Rockin' Picnic was... Uh, Eleven years ago, a bunch of guys in town. Uh, I can't. I could start to name them, but I would only name a fraction of them. Uh, a bunch of people here in town threw in a hundred bucks a piece, and they hired, I think, about three or four different bands. They thought, well, let's go have a party on the Sunday before Labor Day. And the uh, the stage out there at Sheldon Park has been there for, I'm guessing, a little over thirty years. I don't know. It was it was built by the uh, the Abate Corp, uh, the Abate Group. Yep. Um, for uh, the concerts they used to have out there, the motorcycle rallies. And this stage has hosted Iron Butterfly and, and uh, John Kay and Steppenwolf and Johnny Winter and Molly Hatchet. And, yeah, I mean, dude. There's been some acts across this stage, and it's been sitting there empty all these years since yeah. uh, since the bait went out going. Exactly. That's so, such a sad deal just to have an awesome stage like that go to waste. Yes. So these guys thought, well, why not use that stage once a year? They threw all their cash together, and they, they threw together what they called the Rockin' Picnic. Well... They took in donations enough mm-hmm. to hire bands for the second year. So that's awesome, dude. And I mean, like like you said, uh, that was one of the things that it didn't dawn on me until after I was done playing the second year that I was like, dude, you know how many crazy bands have been on this stage? Like, yep. that's wild. I'm like walking around where all these people have walked. It's freaking nuts. That's correct. I mean, like you'll get that at other places too. Like uh, if you play like down in Des Moines, like oh, I played a Vaudeville Muse. Like, dude, there's been some crazy bands being a Vaudeville Muse too. Like that I've got to, you know. Yes. But it's still wild. This is a little humbled <coughs> Iowa. We got this awesome, huge, awesome park. That uh, why is it always so empty down there? You know, yeah. I'm playing disc golf down there nonstop. I love throwing you know frisbees out yep. there and stuff. But it's crazy that like. I mean, it's usually not full of campers, but you can, can you camp during the rockin' picnic? You can camp anywhere on the upper two levels. Uh, there's two campgrounds above the, uh, there's an upper Sheldon and lower Sheldon. Yep. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yep. Lower Sheldon, there are some camping spots, but those are already taken up by the, it's part of the agreement between the rockin' picnic and the park uh, board, Humboldt County Park Board. Yep. They agree to let us have, there, I think there's 14 hookups or something like that, or I don't know, seven or eight or whatever there yep. is. They allow us to use all of those for our use, and we have okay. campers. We have the committee that most of the guys camp, and that's where they're at. Yep, right next to the shelter house, which is the same place that we do all of our barbecuing and our shrimp boil oh, and yeah, things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, in agreement, let us take that area—not the entire lower Sheldon, but just the area where the shelter's at and the stage and all that parking—and they they let us run it. It mm-hmm. is our responsibility. Everything else around the park. Up all both upper campgrounds and all the lower campgrounds. There's there's no hookups down there, but uh, we've got guys coming in with campers with generators. There's tents. There's probably about thirty or forty tents around there in, in yep. the evening. Um, that's their responsibility. Yep. 
Uh, we had a couple um, a couple years ago. We had some issues with the with the golf carts. Kids riding golf carts. Well, that's fine. Our kids. It, it might have been our kids. We 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 put the snap food to it, or you know, put, put yep. a stop to it. But it continued on. Well, it turned out it wasn't our group anyway. So yep. um, that's what we just ask everybody in the park. Don't break the rules. It's They're letting us do this for free. Yeah, no kidding. Let's take care of it. Um, one year, about four years ago, right at the, at the very last of the show, the show was done, and I was uh, you know, giving the thank yous to the crowd and telling them all, and I said, hey, everybody, look, look at the ground. And at about you know, 600 drunk people looked down at the ground, and I said, you see that beer can? Pick it up. <laughs> and yeah. literally, I think we had three beer cans to pick up that year. Dude, that's awesome. Everybody cleaned up, and as, and we've got a place they can throw them. Yep. We just ask that we take care of the park, and uh, we, we thank the, the the Humboldt County Park Board for letting us do this. Yeah. All they got to do is say no, uh-huh. and it's done. Yeah. I, I know what you're saying, man. Like, this is I'm just going to talk parallel to this. I, like I said, I spent a lot of time down at Sheldon throwing disc golf, and if there's there's – like every four holes on the front nine, there's a garbage can. Or every yep. two, there's one on one, there's one on three, there's one on six. Yeah. So there's like, I think there's three on the front nine. So there's one every three holes. And there's just beer cans everywhere. Yep. It's like, dude, they're just going to uproot these disc golf holes up. and just be like, nobody gets to play now. Yep. It's going to be such a sad deal. So that's, that's good that they're, you know, it's crazy that like coming back to that big group of people, they're just taking care of their own kind of deal, yep. you know. And not only are we taking care of our own, um, to, you know, we manage what we've got down there, but the, the park board benefits from this too, because I think for the last three or four years now, they've sold out all their, their camping spots, all their electric um, hookups, all their electric hookups are gone two weeks prior to the show. Oh, nice. I think they've got a two week limit. And this is what I've been told anyway. Yep. Um, but yeah, they sell out, they make money on their camping hookups and, cool. and, uh, the, the tent campers and that. So they benefit from it. We benefit from it. People have a good time. It's just a free show. It's. You know, this is uh, yesterday was the 50th anniversary of Woodstock, right? Yeah, I think yep. it was. Well, this is no Woodstock. This is a much more family-friendly environment. Uh, yeah, but uh, uh, we try to keep it uh, keep it friendly and bring your kids, bring your dogs, bring your pets, bring your family. Yeah, like um, I can vouch for it being a very good family-friendly environment. Uh, you can go there and drink beers or whatever you want to do too. Yep. I mean, just don't go nuts. But correct, we don't we don't have a license for any beer or anything like that. Uh, we do have some barbecue on hand that is available for purchase. Dude, uh, you the know, barbecue is so bomb. Yeah. Uh, somebody asked me if I wanted a sandwich when I was getting a T-shirt one year, and I was just like, "No, nah, I'm good." And then I like walked back and sat down. I was like, hey, "Where'd you get that sandwich?" <laughs> I'm like, oh, some sandwich they got up there. I was like, God dang! And so I went up and got one. But yeah, they're it's super good. Uh, but anyway, bring your own beer. I mean, or alcohol, whatever you want. We don't promote. You know, I'm not promoting alcohol. I'm saying, come out and bring what you want. Bring some sodas. Bring. Uh, you you have like a bags tournament going last yes, year. Do I do. remember we seeing also, that? We also have a bags tournament, and they have about two or three tournaments through the day. Oh, cool! Um, first sign up. I think this year is. Uh, I think sign up is like three, and they'll probably start playing at three thirty. We got people in charge of that. Uh, people in charge of uh, the merchandise tent, people in charge of the food, people in charge of the stage. You know, uh, we've all, it's all volunteer. Everybody, nobody makes a dime. Um, and the only way we can pay for next year's, for next year's show is through donations this year. Yeah. Which is the same way we're paying for this year's show is yep. donations from last year. So. Whether it be like buying a shirt, buying barbecue, yep. uh, buying a 50 50 ticket, uh, buying, uh, we also have, we have raffles. We had a couple of can bins that are donated. Oh uh, yeah, you got the guitar auction. Yep, and we have a guitar to auction off that's signed by all the all the members of each band that's played the show. So. 
That's awesome. A lot of things that we've got going on. Um, like I said, it's 11th year doing this. Saturday night, we started off, we have what we call a little shrimp boil. It's kind of a, a low-key evening. Um, it's it's not a it's not the rock and picnic. It's kind of a pre-show. Yep. Um, we try to use. We've had local bands. We've had uh, Ned Freely. We've had uh, Riddled with Class. Uh, yeah. Can't even think of any other groups we've had in the past. But on the Saturday night show. But uh, I think H Town Hooligans or so. I don't know who. Yeah, it was I believe, years ago. Uh, yeah, I don't know RWC <laughs> or H Town or maybe yeah. even both of them had played the Saturday night show. Could have been. But on Saturday we about five thirty six o'clock we we have a shrimp shrimp boil and we. Pardon me. They, the cooks, so all get it together and they throw it right on the table for your for your grabbing. Now we do, uh, uh, we do like to take donations for these things. It's not like we're just giving out a free meal. We would like a little compensation so we can yeah. do it again next year. Exactly. Um, but it's a it's it's a great atmosphere. Come out and grab some shrimp, corn, taters, cabbage, whatever you find in there. Nice. It's nice. Some good stuff. That's cool. And then at seven o'clock we'll we'll have a show start. And this year. Uh, like I said earlier, I just last Friday night nailed this one down. Uh, it's it's a guy named Tom Buller, and Just Plain Trouble is his band name. That's cool. He's got a weekly slot at Layla's downtown Nashville, one of the hottest spots in the world for, yep. for country music. Uh, bluegrass, uh, Layla's Bluegrass Inn is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to come in, and he's got an album he's promoting. Um, he's going to do uh, all of his new country tunes, I'm sure. He'll do some classics. And uh, like I said, the shows that I saw him doing downtown Nashville, um, they tear shit up when it when it comes time to tear it up. Yeah, downtown Nashville doesn't exactly just bring anybody in. No. You know, so uh, it's not just like, not like I'm going to walk in there with an acoustic guitar and be like, oh, I'm here, guy. They're not going to be, they're going to be like, no, no, thanks. There's, there's talent there, man. About a month ago or a month and a half, they had a concert downtown Nashville. Uh, it was a tribute to Randy Travis and they had Toby Keith and, and uh, Garth Brooks, all these big names, like 15 big names on the show. And the entertainment they had backstage was Tom Buller. Oh, that's cool. He was, and he, there's a video out there. He sang a song with Randy Travis. Randy's had a, uh, major health issues. I believe he had some strokes or something like that. But he got to sing a song with or to Randy uh, backstage with him, and and that's uh, awesome. And I'm not sure, but I think they told me he played a show out front too. So well, that's awesome, uh, dude. That's really cool. Hey, I'm trying to promote my guy because uh, <laughs> uh, I know how good he is. I've heard him uh, probably a dozen times in my in my trips downtown, and and uh, I love a good strat player, and he plays a telly just. Uh, the guy's fantastic. Yeah, come check him out. You'll find out for yourself. He'll be playing from seven to ten on Saturday night. A Saturday night gonna, again, free show. Yeah, Saturday night. That's uh September first is going to be the Saturday night that this no, is. No, August thirty first is Saturday night. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I was looking at the uh, the Sunday show here. I'm sorry. Yep. So it's August thirty first. August thirty first is the Saturday night show, and Sunday, September first is the Rock and Picnic. Yep. All right, so uh, the Saturday show is the crab boil. Yep. Yep. And, and Sunday uh, we have the barbecue, the music, the the bags tournament. Uh, anything, anything you can think of, we're we're gonna throw it at you. Yeah, it's gonna be a great time. I I, uh, I might have to check that out. I've I'm gonna admit right now that I've never actually been to one of the Saturday night shows. So this this is probably this would be the one to go to. I think absolutely. I'm gonna have to check it out. Come on I'm, out. I'm sorry to everyone that's played on Saturday night, and I missed you. I really apologize. Well, it's 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 like I said, it's a low key thing Saturday night, and we get maybe a couple hundred people at the most. Yeah, um, it's That's a small t- crowd, still a lot of people though. Right? But with this guy coming in from Nashville, I hope that we get uh, four or five hundred out there to at least show them that uh, 
we can we can rock and roll with the best of them. So absolutely, um, you know, I, I guess uh, let's let's throw his name out there one more time so everybody can like write it down if you want to like check it out on your Spotify or whatever right now. The Saturday Night Act will be Tom Buller and Just Plain Trouble. Just Plain Trouble. I think that name sounds absolutely awesome. Yeah, they're 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 kick ass. Just come see them and and don't have to take my word for it. Just come see for yourself. That's cool, man. So that's Saturday night. That's August thirty first. Yep. But there's there's a Sunday show, and the Sunday show usually starts like in the afternoon. When does the Saturday shows? You said it was seven was when the show started, right? Saturday night goes seven to 11. It's just one band. We try to keep it low key, you know, kind of do a little bit of a country style to it. Uh-huh. Um, and then Saturday, uh, we, uh, we ripped the tape off and, and, uh, this year at two o'clock, we, we broke the rules this year. Um, we don't normally hire a band two years in a row, mm-hmm. but this, this guy, uh, volunteered last year to come up last minute and had some friends of his come up and played some music. We asked him to come back uh, because they're just young guys. They just want to get up on stage and play music. So they're going to do a 30-minute set, and that's going to be Dawn Patrol, Aiden Hickey and Dawn Patrol. Dude, cool. Yeah, I think uh, Nick helped them out last year because the bass yeah. player didn't show up. Dude, so, that's cool. Yeah, a half hour before they were supposed to go on, I called uh, Nick Earhart and said, hey, dude, these guys don't have a bass player. Can you help them out? Yep. And Nick was the next band playing with you. Yep, yeah. Nick was and, playing and with me. And he got there. He says he looked at the set list. Well, I can, I can do all but maybe two of these. And he went out and he saved their show. Yeah. I mean, and that was a crazy thing I had heard that like, Dawn Patrol, they had like just recently ish formed. Yep. They their drummer like either just started learning how to play the drums like within the last like couple of weeks or yeah. something. They were so good because like when they were just sitting there describing what was going to go down, I was like, oh no, this might not be good. And they yeah. friggin' crushed it. Yeah, dude. They were very good. So, and they, you know, I thought, well, if we can have them, if we can give them that opportunity one more time. Um, I looked around local to try to find, you know, a high school band around here of kids that would just want to throw something together, and I, I just, I strike out. Yep. Next year, people, give me some names. Give me yeah. some names this year of, of people I can call next year. Yeah, uh, that's that's another thing. This is going to be for like this is not only to help promote the show coming up, but if if you need people, you know, I mean, I can even bring you on next year, but a couple months prior, and yeah. we can, we can talk about it and get the buzz going already, but. Yeah. Yeah, it's not always easy to find a band to book. I mean, that goes, hey, I, goes everywhere all the time. Every like I said, per- we're we're two weeks from the show, and I just booked my Saturday night act, my Nashville act, one week ago. Oh God, it's crazy. Uh, so, you know, and everybody's everybody on the committee is is uh, you know, they're not they're not pressuring me. They're just saying, hey, what you got? You know, what do you have? And I said, well, just hold tight, hold mm-hmm. tight, sit still, and and. It's all going to come together, just yep. like it did last year. Yeah, I went from three bands struggling to find a fourth to six bands in a matter of about thirty-six hours last year. Yeah, you were I mean, telling all of me a that. sudden you call and and Aiden calls and 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 the the Barrel House Rock has called all within about a day and said, "Hey, we'll do it." Yeah, because remember you and I had talked out briefly uh, two years ago. You invited me to play, and uh, I mean, let's just spell it out for you. You had, you had pretty much asked Three Finger Betty to come play, and I was just like, I had inquired yeah. as to whether they would be able to do the and show, I, and I was pretty much just like, not family <laughs> friendly. Like, I I'm okay with playing in front of whoever with Three Finger Betty. It's not that big a deal. We don't say anything too profane, but I don't want to just maybe drop an f bomb in my hometown on a stage in front of a bunch of kids and stuff. It like it just doesn't sit well with me. It probably wouldn't go over well with you or anybody else in the town. So I was just like, nah. So you had inquired whether or not I could throw something else together. And I was just like, oh, you know, me and Dan Blair have been playing a bunch. So 
we we went up there with like a little drum machine and such and played and it it went way better than we had uh expected it went way better than i expected like on short notice it was it was awesome it was really good i had such a fun time and so the next year came and this was when you're talking about you were in this like weird bind like hey you pretty much told me we don't like to book bands two years in a row but would you like to come up here and and help us out and i was like yeah i mean i can i could try and find like a bigger band if you would want you know and you were just like i'll just just let me know whatever you think you know because it was kind of just tossed out there like maybe like and you were quiet for a couple weeks that's why i started looking elsewhere i called this you know this hickey kid called me and and i tried uh, at that time i was also trying to book the barrel house rockets out of des moines dude they were so good yeah, dude. We, want, so we wanted good. them back again, but they, they're priced more than tripled on us. So they're they're so good. It's insanity how good those guys are. And and I fully intend to have them back maybe next year, but we got to negotiate a little better price than yeah. what they quoted us. Dude, so. those. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't know anything about them going into the show, and uh, uh, Jeff Blummel was just like, "You're gonna have to check these guys out." And I was like, "All right, sweet. You know, like I'll stick around for it." And that was like. Oh man, I was glad I stayed for that. That was good, good, good it was, time. It was classic rockabilly. Yes, and it was fucking awesome, dude. It was so good. It was so good. But yeah, that was like the crazy thing. You were just, I was just like, well, I can. I threw a band together. I uh, I picked Jeff Blummel from the Chris Carr band for the, my drummer, and I had uh, Nick Earhart from Riddled with Class as mm-hmm. the bassist. And I was like, Dan, you want to play guitar with me again? We picked a slightly different set of songs and and went with it. Uh, and we decided to go with like a shorter set just to see what you know what would happen. But dude, I had so much fun playing last year too. It's just if I recall correctly, you guys were done. I said you got to do one more, and you you had nothing else you could do. No, no, <laughs> that's like, and that was another thing where it's like I wanted to play. I didn't want to play the same exact songs. Yeah. So I think I only kept, I think I kept two songs from the previous year, and I and I picked up three new ones. I wanted to play a couple ZZ Top songs I hadn't played before. I wanted to play uh, a Ted Nugent song, Storm yeah. Troopin', yeah. one that not everybody you know has yeah. heard or played. Gots to get paid and just got paid. Yeah, I tried to bookend it with that because I thought it would be funny, you know, uh, if anybody was paying that much attention. But it was also fun to play uh, Gots to Get Paid and the guy from the Barrel House Rockets, the guy that sings and plays guitar for him, he's like, dude, that's a new, that's a new ZZ Top song. That's insane. And I was just like, yeah, thanks, man. You know, like... That was another one. That one was a huge challenge to learn how to kind of do like little bits of chicken picking. Like that was my introductory booklet into that and trying to do that while singing. It was difficult. Well, like back to the Barrel House Rockets again. Yeah, they're they were so good. Hey, I don't I don't follow many bands. I've gone to see them three times since. Oh God, yeah, I I will definitely go to one of their shows uh, given an opportunity. So uh, yeah, if you guys are looking for, they're out of the Des Moines area. So if you're yes. in the Des Moines area, you want to go see a, a classic. You you call it classic rockability. I will agree. It is amazing. Go check it out. It's tons of fun. Okay. Um, in addition to that, carrying on with the show this year, we're, like I said, we're opening up with Dawn Patrol at, at uh, 2 o'clock. You'll go till about 2.30. Yep. 3 o'clock, we're going to bring on the powerhouse local band, uh, Jeremy Ober and Brutal Republic. Oh, God. These guys have been tearing the shit out of this local central Iowa area. Uh, um, yeah. And, uh, you know, Jeremy is a most, he is a fabulous picker. I mean, he can play 
some heavy, heavy shit. Yeah. Oh my um, gosh. And he's he, you know, they've agreed to come up and and play a show for us. Uh, play it, give us ninety minutes worth of their show. I know they've got some originals that they're going to do for us. And I'm telling you, people, these originals are kick ass tunes. Dude is so uh, they are so good. Yeah. And, and I'm and maybe maybe they're not his songs, but I know that uh, last time I heard uh, Brutal Republic, they did like Mardi Gras and and some other original songs they had. Yep. They're kick-ass tunes. Come listen to these songs. Yeah, dude, they're they're so good. Uh, that, they played a couple Lone Tree revival songs. If people aren't yes, if aren't aren't aware of well, what, he's what part of is. that group he too. Is and part I of think that, he, I absolutely love that when it's just like I'm going to pick this song from my other band, teach it to this band, yep. and now you guys can play your own version of it, and it's not even yours, and all you're doing is covering a song that somebody else wrote across town, you know, and it, yep. that's that blows my mind. That's super side, cool. Side note: uh, Lone Tree revival or Lone Tree. That's Lone yeah, Tree Revival. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. They that's are right. on the radar. Maybe we can get them to work out a, a, a little price with me next year. But Dude, yeah. Uh, Jeremy, Jeremy, I've, Sean. <laughs> I've literally missed every opportunity to see them, and I have never been more upset to not be able to see a local band yet. Uh, Lone Tree Revival is definitely um, right there where it's at. Oh, somebody's pointing out the Waylon Jennings. Oh, where I'm uh, pulling up Lone me and, Tree. Me and Vince need to get together, I think. Yeah, I was pulling up some Lone Tree Revival on Facebook, but before I got there, I saw a, a Vince Benishek post, and Scott pointed out that he's he's playing some Waylon Jennings. So there's a shout-out to old Vinny there. He's playing some Waylon Jennings. But yeah, Lone Tree Revival is a freaking awesome band. So that'd be... You know, it's so sweet that uh, Jeremy Ober, like you said, he's been... Jeremy Ober and Brutal Republic, like mm-hmm. they they find that they found a trio that has absolutely just been a sledgehammer and, around and, the area. And while we're at it, let's talk about that trio. Yeah, you know, they got Caleb on drums. Yep, fabulous drummer. Absolutely. Um, I don't know him very well, other than you know as a as a mutual drummer. But the times that we've been together and discussed things, we've hit it off great. Yeah. Um, great, great attitude. Great conversation with him, dude. I I had him <laughs> on the podcast. That was the first time I ever really sat down and talked to him other than once at a bar and yeah. I, I pretty much don't count bar interactions yep. as caleb ferry is his name yeah um very stand-up drummer great and Dude, he plays a cajon so he pl- or not cajon uh suitcase kit he used to have then he bought uh bought a little tie kit and uh, uh he's got some good equipment too so yeah it's tons of fun to to just sit down and talk with him so and, and now the third star of that brutal republic band is alejandro uh, yeah. alex is one of the best alejandro Alejandro, Alejandro Trevino. Trevino. It's a mouthful, so you can hey. call him Vino or Alex. Yeah, we apologize. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but it doesn't matter. You go here and play, you won't give a shit what his name is. Dude, it's so good. Yeah. Um, that was another one where like, I go to a jam night, he plays before me, and I was pretty much just like, not playing today, yeah. I guess. You know, like, I, I'm not, I don't even play the bass. I was going to play guitar, but I was still just like, Bleh. can't yeah. do it any better than that, man. And, and he's another guy that I think gets around with other bands. And I think he played uh, uh, State Fair this week with the Tank, the, Anthony, bound, Tank, Tank Anthony Band. Yeah. Um, he plays with the Whiskey Shakes. If yeah. You, if you've never heard them, they're tons of fun. Their stuff's online. You can check it out. Yeah. They're down in Des Moines area. But um, yeah, phenomenal bass player. He went to Berkeley School of Music, I yep. believe. Yes, he did. Oh, so man. anyway, that's Brutal Republic. They're going to be opening the the official opening of the show at three o'clock. They're going to play from three to five thirty at the Rock and Picnic on Sunday, September first. Three to five thirty. Two and three a half to four thirty. Pardon me. Okay, yeah, there we go. Three to four thirty. I was thinking ninety minutes, and <laughs> I was yeah. Okay, we got it though. Um. So yeah, Brutal Republic. That's going to be a great time. I can't wait for that. When they're changing set, changing the stage, and setting up the next band, I'm going to have uh, local acoustic player Zach Sunken's going to come up and play some songs for us. Um, he's part of uh, the Great Lakes Hybrids. 
Uh, and the hybrids have been a good part of the, the rock and picnic. They did a lot of my Segway stuff the, the first uh, four or five you know, years ago. Um, Zach is going to do a, a single for us, that first Segway. And what he's going to lead us into is our second band, or actually third band, second, show, second band of the full show, a band out of Clear Lake by the name of Grin. Okay, what do what they got? Um, I can't tell you a lot about them yet. Um, I do know that uh, they do a lot of 80s and 90s covers. Cool. Uh, Cheap Trick. Uh, I think they do some Aerosmith stuff. Um, Sweet. Uh, come and check them out. They're a great band. Um, I haven't seen them live, but I have seen plenty of the videos. I've talked to the guys on Facebook and, and chatted with them. Um, they promised to bring us a full rock and roll show. That's cool, um, and and I think they they got a couple guys out front to do a lot of moving around on stage. So good they'll, deal. They'll keep Dude, us active, keep it high energy. That's awesome, right? They got they got a big stage to run around that's on. Right. It's not ain't no little like vaudeville muse stage. They're gonna be yeah, oh, man. That's crazy. They're gonna play from uh, five until six thirty. Cool. At six thirty, I've got uh, a special surprise. I'm I've kind of been working this just this afternoon trying to get the cosmic brownies, dude, <laughs> uh, to show up. Uh, Sweet. Uh, which cosmic brownies actually saved the show last year. Uh, um, I had a um, I had an open spot where I had nobody to play the segue, the acoustic part, and Chris Carr and Jeff Blummel and Bruce Borchers stepped right up to the plate. Um, they're part of the Chris Carr band uh, that I play with, but they they were there to have fun and they all brought equipment. They came up on stage and saved my saved the rear of of, of the show and played for thirty minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Did their cosmic brownie uh, acoustic set. I have uh, I think I have secured them for this uh, this year. Um, Got to talk about it with Chris a little bit more, but. I know that Jeff's going to be there. He's going to do our national anthem at 3 o'clock. Cool. So Jeff's going to be there. I'm hoping Chris comes. Obviously, if, I, if I'm booking them, I hope they show up. So. Yeah, yeah, no uh, kidding. But they're going to do about 45 minutes, maybe an hour's worth, because uh, our last band uh, might take a little bit extra setup, I think. We got Sweet. some things to hang in the rafters and, and a, a little of this and a little of that. Before we get to the last band, I want to say that it's really cool that you guys do have the, like, Here's a group, and then on the side of the stage, here's a little acoustic thing that's going on. So it's not like you have to sit there for 40 minutes while people rearrange the stage. Zero dead air. It is amazing how well that worked out. The first one I went to, I was just like, dude, this is super cool. Like, it's just, uh, and, and, you know, it's just as simple as like, you got, let's say you got three mics on stage, one for each person out front. All they do is they just, like, you guys just squatch all the mics over yep. here, and you guys stand up right over here. A lot of times, like you said, it's acoustic, so you don't have like amps and a huge drum set and all this other junk to set up. Yep. So, really nice and you can say that's all because of the the, the rock and picnic that is that that's mike wiedemann our sound man that that manages all of that oh stuff my god and pulls it off we need to throw a big shout out his way because that he has done such an amazing job i absolutely love everything that goes on there yep. it's uh sound guys don't get enough credit especially the good ones yep dude like i mean anybody can be a sound guy heck i've been a sound guy at shows it's not really that hard but to be a good sound man yep. is ridiculously difficult. You know, speaking of that, when the Barrel House Rockets first start, uh, started last year, their set, the first song, the, the guitarist thought his guitar was, thought his amp was blown. Uh-huh. Um, and Mike, the sound man, was immediately up there on the stage trying to figure it out with them. They they yelled at me. I, I went back and, and grabbed a second amp out of the guy's truck uh-huh. and brought it up to him, hooked that up. It still was uh, faulty. It didn't work either. Um, turns out that uh, I think it was guitar was messed up or something like okay. that. They switched guitars and it, and it all worked out. But my point is, a matter of 10 seconds after that first just squelching bad chord that the guy hit, yep. Mike was right there on stage, what's going on, trying to figure it out. Yep. 
um, and that's what he does. Whether it be from the uh, you know from the monitor situation or or the sound out front or miking an amp or uh, a drum mic falling off, the dude is immediately on the job. Yeah, um, this is gonna sound crazy. I do recall when I went and saw in the Chris Carr band had played that a microphone on Chris's amp had tipped over and he was up there, you know. Yep. Like thir- within thirty seconds, he figured out something wasn't right on his board, and he was yeah. up there and knew what the problem was. Yeah, well, that's a sign of a good sound. Man. A sign of a good sound because most of the people just be like, eh, "I don't know what's going on," yeah. and then they just lean back in the chair. But like, he's a busy guy. He's up there with a flashlight in his mouth, trying to figure stuff out on stage when it's dark. Yep. I mean, he knows what he's doing. And and they are there. Actually, they they pull in Saturday night, and and last year when I went out about ten o'clock in the morning to help set up, shit, they had everything unloaded. I think. Oh, jeez. So they're they're putting in a full you know 36 hours during this during this weekend yeah so. i mean it's they do such a good job yep and they're uh they're still tearing down at, at one o'clock in the morning oh, yeah yeah no kidding or <laughs> two o'clock if we go late doesn't matter yep um all right closing the show you got you know, a closer like i said we got dawn patrol we've got brutal republic we've got grin, grin. we've got the cosmic brownies and uh to close the show this is one that pablo booked paul larson our our uh fearless leader of the rock and picnic he put this one together uh i wasn't even aware that he was that he was looking at it but he he got a a, the lowdown on this band um got his foot in the door on a great price for him and uh booked them and i think they're out of like quad cities or maybe dubuque or somewhere somewhere eastern iowa all right but it's an acdc cover band called rolling thunder they're gonna come on at 7 30 or so and play for about 75 minutes um, and hopefully everybody will be halfway exhausted by the time they're done with their first set. Um, we're gonna, they're going to take a little break, and when they're doing that, we're going to try to do our raffles. We've got a couple of can bins that are donated. Uh, um, uh, Nick, what's Nick's last name? I apologize, Nick. Nick. No, not Nick Earhart. Runs uh, APR, uh, Nick Johnson. Okay. Uh, I believe he was the one that donated the can bins, and again, I apologize for not knowing that <laughs> on top of my head. Um, we've also got a guitar that we've purchased uh, that will be signed by every member of every band that crosses the stage that weekend. Um, we'll have them all sign the guitar and we auction that off. And that is a great benefit for us because we've gotten, I'm not so sure we didn't get a thousand bucks for it maybe last year. Yeah, I think, I think that's right. I was last year, I was leaving when the auction started. I was just like, Oh man, we thought 600 the first year was great. And last year was Mm -hmm. that. And all that thousand dollars goes towards, I I told the guy when he bought, when he bought it, I says, thanks dude, you just paid for a band next year. Yep. You know, that's, that's great. Um, and we'll give that away and we'll have a couple extra announcements. Um, through the night, uh, I might be throwing a few T-shirts out. Who knows? Sweet. Um, we'll wait and see if I if, if it's in the budget. <laughs> um, and then when I get done yakking and, and uh, uh, thanking everybody for coming out, uh, Rolling Thunder is going to crank it up again at 8.30 and play for another 75 or maybe an hour and a half. And if the crowd is really loud, maybe they'll play till midnight. I don't know. Um, oh, but they're, they are there to rock our socks off. Um, if you know an ACDC tune you want to request, you better put it on paper and bring it up quick because uh, uh, I'm sure they'll do everything that we know, and if they don't, then they missed one. Oh, no. It's, that's going to be such a good time. Um, I mean, they could be a tenth as exciting as ACDC, and it's going to have so much energy yep. there. It's going to be mind-blowing. If you go out and look at some of their videos, um, they've got a, uh, a Facebook site. Um, I'll have to you, check it out. If you go look at the videos, he's got... Sorry, I'm pointing out some wildlife. <laughs> oh, that's classic. I thought you were pointing at the poster. 
Dun, 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 Stupid. Dun, dun, There's a mouse dun, in here. Dun, dun. If uh, he came back. So anyway. Anyway, go check out their site, and you'll see videos on there. They've got dudes that dress up just like uh, uh, I don't even know their names. Uh, is it Angus that yep. hops around on the guitar? Yep, that's and, right. I mean, wearing a schoolboy outfit. Yep, I mean, the they are they are a there. killer killer band. Yeah, this is gonna be great. Oh yeah, they definitely look the part. Oh yeah, there you go. snap! This is gonna be <laughs> this is gonna be good. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Uh, yeah, I'm in. All right. These guys, they play the part. The, the music's uh, pretty damn close. Dude, as if Brutal Republic in the afternoon wasn't going to be enough to sell me, I'm totally going to this now. Yeah. This is going to be great. Well, Brutal Republic, what about... Hey, everybody enjoys the Cosmic Brownies. Yeah, dude. Everybody's going to enjoy Grin. I know the people up in Clear Lake do. So. Yeah, you said 80s and 90s. I like 80s and yep. 90s stuff, dude. That's right in my, that's right in my wheelhouse. Yep. So, this so is that's gonna, the dude, that's going to be so killer. That's the gist of the rockin' picnic weekend. We've got a show Saturday night with a shrimp boil. We've got a show all day Sunday afternoon and evening. Uh, barbecue on site, bag games, bag tournaments. Um, you can go play frisbee golf. The best part about it is if you're camping up on top of the up, up on top of the hill in one of the campgrounds. The music is free. You can hear it up there. I mean, it's yep. it's not like it's super loud, but hey, it's a great place. The atmosphere's perfect with the trees. Um, you can't go wrong. If you own a camper and you want to camp out uh, and you want to hook up, you better sign up early, about two weeks prior. Get out there and get your slot. Yep. If you want to, if you got a generator in your camper, there's there's a, there's room for a hundred campers down there. If you want to run off a generator, all right. There's room for a thousand tents. All down within uh, within 300 yards of the stage. Yeah, I, I mean, like if you're listening to this right now, you you might have already missed it. You better get <laughs> you better get out there because this is coming out the 22nd, and the show is the show is less than was two it's two week a week and a half away. Yeah. So, so you better. Oh man, I don't even know. There's I don't know if there's going to be any spots to camp left. This is a this is a big event for Humboldt, Iowa and the surrounding area. There's people that come in from towns around here just to watch this happen. Yeah, you know, you say it's a big event and we know it is. It's a great thing. And uh, as as the Rock and Picnic Committee, we know that our purposes are good. We're not uh we're not here to promote anything, you know, uh, uh damaging to anybody. We want to have a family-friendly show. Rock and roll is what we're trying to promote. A good time, uh, you know, just a good time playing music. I did a lot of promoting last night. I went around Fort Dodge and hung a lot of banners, a lot of posters. Um, but the one thing that, that everybody in the committee figures out a week after the show, the majority of the people we talk to say, the, the rock and what? The, the what picnic? They, they've never heard of that. Never Bullshit, people. Yeah. We do this every year. We hang posters all over the place. We put the, the signs on the highways. Um, yes. If you don't get out there, you don't hear about it, then it's your fault that you're not paying attention. Yeah, you must have not eaten food or gotten gas. <laughs> exactly. or, or left your house or been on the internet. Yeah. It is everywhere, people. Um, so... Um, I think one year we had Lazy River. Uh, I think we had about a thousand people out there yep. uh, for the evening show. Dude, let's just, go for fifteen hundred. Dude, yeah, I, I'd like to see three hundred people at three o'clock. I I'd like to see three hundred people at two o'clock for Aiden Hickey and Dawn Patrol. I guarantee you, if you walked up to, if you had a way to tell every person in Humboldt, like, dude, there's an ACDC tribute band that's going to be baller right over here on the edge of town. Like it's like right on the edge of town. That place will be packed. Everyone knows ACDC. You everybody knows 
five to ten ACDC songs. Like, there's no way you don't. And everybody loves ACDC. Yep. TNT, Black and Black. You know all the words to all these songs. Everybody knows it. If you love classic rock, 70s and 80s rock, Grin is going to cover them for you. Get out there and listen to them. If you like uh, the stuff that Jeremy's doing with Brutal Republic, he does a few covers too. They yep. are a fabulous mm. local band. They are insane. And the good. other thing is, you know, you got this concert coming up in Fort Dodge with uh, Chris Young uh, and who's hoping at some Morgan. I'm sorry. Um, I apologize to the to those guys um brad morgan maybe so who was the headliner for that chris show? young it was a country uh, i apologize for the fort dodge people that i don't uh know the name of the uh, show but there you go is it this one nope um i think it's chris young yep all right i can't find um, the event anyway and i think they got uh, maybe uh casey musicman coming to open that show he's from like northwest iowa anyway big show down for downtown fort dodge you know if they draw 6,000 people for that, there's no reason those people can't be coming to Humboldt on Saturday night because it's, this guy that we're having is genuine Nashville. Mm-hmm. He, he plays Nashville once a week. How, how much more Nashville can you get? Uh, it's, that's it. You know, like if you can't, I guess. You know, it's, it's pretty redundant. You can't get any more Nashville than that. <laughs> well, well, and it's, when we're not talking uh tearing your beer shit all night long this guy's got a great album i've listened to it uh you can download it on itunes i'm sure or somewhere i'm sure uh, it's on spotify, spotify. Where, wherever you like to listen to your musics go go listen to a couple sample a couple and download them hey he could use the bucks too so um come on out listen to tom buller and just plain trouble come out and hear some rolling thunder brutal republic cosmic brownies grin zach sunken mm-hmm. uh, who am i missing Dawn Patrol. Dawn Patrol. We haven't mentioned them, haven't mentioned them the last couple times, dude. Dawn Patrol is going to open the night up, and they're going to, they're, it's going to be another situation where everyone's going to be so pleasantly surprised with how good these guys yep. are. They can sing good, yep. they can play good, and if they've have, if they have a solid lineup of people that actually has more time to sit down and practice with themselves, yeah. they're going to be solid this year. Yep. Absolutely solid. Yep. I, I, dude, and that's another fun thing is going to shows and. And realizing people are doing so much better than they think they can, it's like such a great thing to have. Yeah, and that's what we like to do with Dawn Patrol is our is our example this year. And you guys last year, you know, this is a big stage, uh, big sound, uh, and in the evening, big lights. And if we can offer this to a a, a band, uh, you know, that's uh, trying to start up a young kids high school band or something like that let's give them the opportunity and that's what we're trying to do this year i couldn't find one so i asked aiden if he'd like to come back and i think his reply was hell yeah so um we're gonna have him coming up um what am i forgetting oh don't forget people when you do come to this show and we want you to come to this show bring your lawn chairs um yes don't forget a lawn chair you can bring a pop-up we'll even let you set up a pop-up it just can't be in front of the stage anywhere it's got to be around the the perimeter um uh, bring your chairs bring a cooler bring whatever refreshments you'd like to have um if you don't want our barbecue we're okay we understand bring a sandwich whatever um it's free it's come and go as you please it's a free show outdoor event um we're hoping that uh, mother nature is a is a, a fan of rock and roll. That's the other mind-blowing thing. Is it seems like every year you have a pretty good situation where you have a really good weather, you have a really good turnout, and like you said, it's free, so it's all running straight off the donations yep. or anything you can make off, like you said, barbecue or the T-shirts that are for the Rock and Picnic, which I see you have one from last year on. 
Uh, probably, I, I friggin' love that. I wear mine a lot. You've yeah. probably seen me wearing it on some of the podcast pictures, actually. Yeah, every year we uh, we actually we don't we don't donate. We we get the shirts and we we sell them as a as a profit. We try to uh, not as a profit, but donation back to the kitty. Yep. Um, this is one way that we make our money. We also have some some koozies and some aluminum uh, cooler uh, cup coolers. Um, okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And. Uh, I was going to mention the can bins that that I'd mentioned that Nick donated. Um, I think they're Iowa and Iowa State, um, dude. And whoever wins the bid gets to choose uh, whichever one they want. So. Oh yeah. So so if you don't know, I actually just clicked. So those can bins are like the ones you put the bag in, and you throw yeah. all your cans into them, and then you take them to the recycling center and get money. Exactly. Yep. And I've seen those. Those are awesome looking, yes. dude. Uh, I don't know why it just dawned on me. It's AP Air. It makes sense now. Yeah. But yeah, like they've made a couple of those can bins for people, and I've seen them. And it's yep. like, where did you get this? Like in town here? Like no. So that's how good these can bins are going to look. So yeah, that's really and, sweet. And he's donated every year. We appreciate that. And, and there's a lot of local businesses that have helped us out. Um, you know, uh, the Naughty Pine. I know Vinny comes out there and gets us some. I mean, there's an ice cream. Uh, there's there's free ice cream. People soft serve ice cream. Uh, what all, all Saturday? Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. And I know that a lot of you guys are busy drinking beer, shit, beer and stuff like that. But for a guy like me, God, that ice cream tastes good at seven, eight o'clock at night. Heck yeah! After dude. a long day of introducing bands and 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 hearing rock and roll. So, uh, but Vinny comes out, uh, Naughty Pine, Gromback helps us out. Uh, Nick helps us out with a, you know, he donates the can bins. Um, and, and there's another half a dozen or a dozen more uh, uh, businesses in town that that help us we do not have a sponsorship yeah we, we don't request or we don't we don't seek sponsorship from a local business because we want to keep control of our of the rock and that totally makes sense man but we'll be glad to take donations from anybody and we we absolutely accept the help that that we can that, that we can get from anybody whether it be a twenty dollars ten dollars or you know a couple hundred dollars or uh free ice cream or a, a machine that we can borrow uh, you know whether it be a a, a lift or a, a light week because we have to rent lights for the show we have to rent uh, porta johns for the show for the yep. weekend yep and we've got a lot of expense going into this you know people think well well you you made uh, such and such style you know some such and such money this week where did it all go well come on now I've got four I got over four thousand dollars just in bands people yeah. bands sound guy like you said porta potty yes like even though you've got volunteers and stuff this yeah. is not a free event. Yeah. Yep, and and uh, the well, food. It, it actually is a free event to the public. Don't don't it take that the free. wrong way. Yeah, it's free. We want you to come, but we want you to help us promote next year's show by giving us donations and and helping us pay for these bands. Uh, you know, hey, it's all about spreading the love. Heck yeah, man! Oh god, hey, look who I found on Spotify. Check that out. Hey, Tom. Tom Buller, Tom Buller is on Spotify. There you so, go. so check it out. I'm gonna I'm gonna check this out uh, as soon as you take off. I'm gonna listen to some of his tunage. Okay. So I'm gonna save that. Uh, like I said, we've got uh, you, we've got a couple of uh, actually we got a couple big tents that we set up every year too. Uh-huh. So if you're afraid of uh, maybe the weather's going to be bad, we do have tents set up. Just squeeze a spot in there and, and uh, uh, you know just hang out in there for a while. And, and if it's too hot, there's shade. Yeah, you know we'll bring it. Uh, we'll have barbecue available. We've got the shrimp boil. Um, you know we do request donations for the food. Um, just you know, give what you think it's worth, uh, or maybe a little more if you don't mind. Yeah, uh, help us out with the next one. Like I said, the board, uh, the I think the board games tournament. I think grand prize is a set of boards. Uh, I'm not positive. Oh, cool. Um, 
Are you talking about beanbag toss? Yeah, the beanbag toss. Yeah, oh, sweet. I, so there's possibly a set of uh, boards out there for a, a, an award for those? for the winning Yeah, the- that's what I'm thinking as well. We got, Dude, uh, that's awesome. Um, I think uh, I think sign up is like 2 and, and 3 o'clock would be a start, start maybe. Come out and find out. Um, you do not have to uh, uh, make your own team, but you can bring your own team. Was it a kill? I think so. All right. Um, you can. You, 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 we're not going to make you. Uh, we don't draw teams this year. I know a couple years ago somebody had a complaint because they got stuck with a uh, a young kid that wanted to play and they and they didn't really have much of a chance to win. We're not going to make you do that this year. You can bring your own team. You can if you don't have a partner, just hang around. We'll find you a partner. So come out and have some fun. I think it's ten dollars a team or five dollars a piece to get in on the bag games. Barbecues available. Uh, you know the camping's available. Um, get there, get there early though, because uh, the camping's gonna be gone up on top. Uh, plenty of room on the bottom. You know what else can I say? I was gonna run down a list of bands that I know that we've had in the last few years. Dude, yeah, that's gonna maybe be- some of these. Maybe some of you recognize some of these bands. We had Wild Ambition last year close it. Yep. They opened for ZZ Top this last year, or they tried to open for ZZ Top. Yep. Uh, uh, they did open for Sammy this year. Yeah, they had bad weather. Again, the uh, that. class of 73 uh, of Humboldt had a group called Lazy River that was a bunch of, uh, uh, a politi- I think there's a politician in there and uh, a couple of local guys that lived in, and Artie, Artie Strutzenberg from uh, Mississippi that has played for uh, acts like Taj Mahal and things like that. So, uh-huh. um, Dude, I opened up for them like 14 years ago. At the old uh, uh, the, the reunions, at they the call it. the fairground, at the, one of the reunions Yeah, they at had. the Rock and Roll yeah. reunion, yeah. Dude, yeah. Yep. That's, I like those guys. They're good. Um, we had a band last year called The Stockyard. Ooh, that was, uh, that was, um, that was me. Um, Cross-Eyed Mary. You know, Lance Sweet. and the guys, they yeah. are fantastic every year. They love coming, and, and we're going to get them back in a few years, too. Uh, Jebediah Stone. Um, Rick Weiss out of... Uh, Madrid area. He was also class of seventy three. He's they do a lot of more of. Uh, they did uh, uh, Grateful Dead stuff. So Jebediah Stone, nice. yeah. Jacob Stiefel was a steal. Now I remember them. Yeah, yeah. I remember them. Now. Jacob Stiefel out of Mississippi was a steal, and and he came up. His drummer that he brought with him, Christopher Williams, actually plays for uh, a heavy metal band that tours Europe all the time. You ta- I remember you saying this. This Accent, was, was except. Except is accept. what it is. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I, I these al- guys are major heavy metal dude, band. I almost this dude was on our stage three years ago. I was this close to booking a gig as the guitarist with the ex singer of Accept, really, uh, David Reese. I know a guy that knows him, and he's like, I need someone to fill in on guitar. I was like, Oh yeah, I'll do it if you come to the states. So this that's pretty mind blowing, yep. dude. That's awesome. Yep. And again, like I said a couple years ago, Chris Carr, uh, we were happy to do the show. Um, Planet Rock. They yes. were a kick-ass band when dude, they were together. Dude, yeah. That was um, good stuff. Wheelhouse was a group Sean Minicus had about, I don't know, four or five years ago. They really came up. Him and Dean Davis on drums and dude, yeah. Shelly Bodorf on, on uh, vocals. They were a great band. Riddled with class. How can we forget Nick? Dude, yeah. No kidding. They have helped us out so many times. Um, I didn't get you on the bill this year, Nick, but uh, hold tight. We're going to get you on next year probably. Um, two for one, a band out of the, I don't know, Lorenz Spirit Lake area. Um, they had a guy at one of, one of his guys, uh, one of the guys passed Joey Wirtz. He's played for two for one and, and, uh, put us, gave us a great show for a few years. They Tantrum sent, to blind. Two for one sounds familiar. I can't remember. Uh, maybe I, 
Maybe I saw them at one of the shows, but I've only been to a few, so they were great. They they did even they even did like Ario Speedwagon stuff. I mean, they, sweet. They were great. Um, Tantrum Too Blind and Scotty Rockstar. He's yep. played this played it before. Down to Earth. A couple of years ago, we had a band out of Sway City with a with a lady drummer and a, and a female singer. Cool. Uh, they were very people really loved them. We've had Farm Rock. Nice. Um, oh yeah, Farm Rock. That's yep. awesome. Farm Rock was great because they came out and you know out in the crowd and got the people stirred I up. And put a little up. bug in one of the guys from Farm Rock's ear about jumping on a podcast once. Yeah, we'll see if it happens. Uh, I know. I think he still drums with them, um, but uh, maybe I'll give yeah, you a name there. Yeah. Um, we've had Jay Clyde Band. Sweet. They dude, tore it up when they dude. were. I think it was three years ago. They closed it for us. That's and, awesome. And, and and they they did a great job. Barrel House Rockets. Can we say more about them? Yep. <laughs> Dawn Patrol. Um, Sweet. Uh, five or six years ago, we had a. There's kind of a nostalgic uh, class of '73. Jeff Halverson is a local guy that uh, graduated then with a lot of those guys, and and uh, he plays steel guitar. And he has a. He had a. He put together a band one year. He called it Honky Tonk Review. Nice. And people loved it. It was just you know good old country music all Saturday night. Um, Ned Freely played one Saturday night. We've had the H Town Hooligans. Uh, we had Beaver Creek up here many years ago. Cool. We had, uh, uh, a band that I did play for, Fifty Mile Fame, and and they were good, um, but the chemistry just wasn't right in the band, and, uh-huh. and uh, they didn't stay together. Um, back to the first year, one of the first bands we had on stage, Hell or High Water, back in the Fort Dodge band that came up and did yep. that. So, That's and awesome. I, and there's about seventy other bands, not seventy, but another twenty other bands that I can't, couldn't even think of, and didn't have time to go look at posters. But that's what you came up with off the top of your head. Dang, yeah. dang, dude, that's insane. Yep. Oh man, that's not even these little tiny little middle acts that you got going in there either. Yeah, I never like even mentioned said. the Great Lakes Hybrids. How could I forget the Great Lakes Hybrids? They got me through through about four years without any segways. Um, uh, I think I had Rod Johnson do an acoustic for me one night. Um, Chuck Sealar has come down and helped me out. I mean, just uh, many people. There's many names behind this thing that you don't hear about. Um, I've got four or five guys that come and help me. Uh, my wife, Deb, helps on the stage, and uh, she actually plays a pretty good boss. Uh, I just run around trying to yell at people up front and yell at the crowd and, and get people start, you know, fired up. And, and uh, meanwhile, she's back there behind the scenes uh, – Telling bands, telling musicians uh, where to go and where to haul their shit. Oh yeah, and, and what if they you're coming off and, stage, put your stuff yep. here. If you're going up on stage, yep. leave your stuff over here until they're done. You know, yep. it's 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 very well oiled machine on the back end. Yep. And uh, this year, I've got uh, my son Tyler promised to help again, and and uh, him and and I've got a couple other guys. Pablo's kids gonna ha- come help us out, and and uh, the help that I get isn't kids. It isn't people that don't give a shit. These guys are made fully aware. That uh, this equipment is these guys' lives, livelihood in some cases, and it's their, it's their, these are their babies. You can't just grab a cymbal or a, a guitar amp or grab a guitar case and start walking off with it. You have to, these guys know that they got to get permission and make sure it's okay with the musicians that we haul their equipment for them, be absolutely extra careful with it. Um, I've got a quality group that helps me on stage. So, yeah, I'm. Um- for having, I've been involved with this twice, uh, the Rock and Picnic, that is, and it's always been amazing. Everyone's always been really, uh, there's always a figurehead backstage saying, 
like I said, steering you which way to go. Like, oh, are you playing next? Are you playing after that? Maybe you just set up over here and we'll ask somebody else. And it's it always works out so great. Somebody always helps me haul all my stuff to my car. Yep. I always feel bad because you know how heavy the stuff is, you know, but they're always willing to help. That's what we're there for. We want to make sure everybody enjoys it and has a good time. Uh, I made a list last night. I, I, I called it my, uh, it's, it's the stage schedule. Mm-hmm. And it started with uh, 10 o'clock with the sound crew load in mm-hmm. uh, and then two o'clock with the, uh, actually, one o'clock with the first band pre-stage, and and then to get up on stage. I've got each band's got a pre-stage, a staging, which is where we're hauling them up. Uh, they got their show time and then a teardown time. I made this schedule, and it's it goes down to I, it's in five minute increments at times <laughs> because because it, you know like at two two fifty five I'm gonna do announcements in the national anthem, and at three o'clock we're gonna kick off with with Brutal Republic. You know, yep. I've got this schedule down. And somebody to look at it would think, well, that's never going to work. Then, bullshit. Yeah, we make it work every year. Yeah. And and I've even got a note on the bottom that said to the bands that I'm going to send it to is that don't let this scare you. It's going to you know make you think that we're we're smoking something. But no, we make this work. And yeah. if, And if we're three minutes late, okay. So we didn't. You know, Mike had some trouble getting some. You know, Mike to the right spot or something like that. Three minutes, I don't give a shit about, but we are dead nuts. We've never started a show 20 minutes late or anything like that. Yeah, and that's you always run into the situation where these musicians are all professional enough where if you're like, you got five more minutes, soak it up with one more song. Yep. They got they have the capacity to do that at yep. least, you know. So that's that's a great thing to have that in your back pocket as far as choosing quality musicians to come entertain everybody. Well, I appreciate you letting me come out and talk about the picnic. We should have done this about three weeks ago, but uh, next year we'll do it a little sooner. Yeah. Uh, um, and, and tell your friends. Anybody that's listening to this, just make, make time to come hang, hang out with us and, and listen to some rock and roll, have some barbecue, bring a beer, sit and listen, uh, bring some friends. It's just a good time. It's not Woodstock, but it's the next best thing. Yeah, dude. It's I, I can't believe how much fun I have it events like this i'm not a very much go into public and do stuff in public guy as a matter of fact a, a big event like this with a lot of people usually deters me but this runs so smoothly the the bands are bar none some of my favorite bands like every single year you've had a band on there that i really enjoy like i really enjoy man yeah. so come check this out i'm i'm coming for brutal republic i'm staying for granite and i'm staying for rolling thunder I guarantee, I guarantee, I might even show up early and watch Dawn Patrol. I, I want to see what those guys sound like now. It's been a year since I've seen them. Yep. So, and that's some of the fun of this too, though, is being, being able to see somebody that maybe you haven't seen in a while. Like yep. for as much as Brutal Republic plays around the area, they don't do the trio thing in Humboldt very often. So yep. this is your shot. Yep. They do a lot of acoustic stuff. I know Jeremy's a played ton. up yep. Rustics a few times. Um, and people sometimes we get a complaint or people mention, well, that's too long of a day. We can't come on bullshit. People bring a chair, bring it, bring some shade, bring some drinks. There ain't no reason that you can't sit in your lawn chair from two o'clock till till nine at night, listening to bands, standing up, walking around, mingling, visiting with your neighbors. You don't want to sit in a chair all day long. Go play bags. Yeah, go play bags. And if you're if you're if you're afraid that you're going to be sitting in a chair all damn day, what are you going to be doing at home? You're going to be sitting in a chair all damn day. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> You're going to be doing what we're doing right now. Yep. You know? so. People say, well, 2 o'clock was too early. Bullshit. Get your ass out here and listen to some rock and roll. I will have to say, you're not just blowing smoke up people's butts. I played, uh, like I said, I played usually the very first of the two times I have played. And it's 2 o'clock sharp. 
And I tell everyone, we start at 2. I cannot tell you how many people showed up at 4.30 saying, when do you start? I said, we started three hours ago. (laughs) Like, I am so mad about it. But at the same time, what can you do? Everyone's got a life, though, too. But you know some of these people aren't doing... Like you said, they're sitting on their butt somewhere else. Just come sit on your butt with us. Yep. You know? And like you can get up and dance. There's usually enough space in front of the stage if you want to go up there and, and give them the woo-hoo you can. Yep. It usually fills up a little bit more the later the night goes on. Uh, you know, that's like one of my favorite things ever is to see people dance into music. I don't know why. I don't dance. I'm not good at it. But it's oh, just yeah. like, dude, there's people up there and they're enjoying this that much that they got out of their chairs to get up closer and move to it. Like, Yeah, there's no dance floor, but there are people out there dancing on the grass. And uh, and, and I apologize to anybody that... that thinks I'm an ass or whatever, but my wife and I do like to dance once in a while, and we actually dance up there on the side of the stage, because it's a good hardwood stage. Yeah. And if it, hey, if the if the song makes us move... Yeah, why not? Just don't watch. <laughs> exactly, yeah. That's one reason I don't dance, but I'm too self-conscious. I don't know what the deal is. But dude, look at this. We got an, almost an hour exactly on the nose here. Uh, I was worried about getting five minutes in. Yeah, well, that was you and I both knew this was either going to be... Uh, a shorter one or a longer one, and somehow we managed to come to a very good time. So wow. let's let's recap uh, the very pertinent information. So uh, you uh, help out the Rock and Picnic, which is an event that happens every year. It's usually around uh, uh, what's what's Labor, Labor Day, Day weekend. It's the usually? Sunday before Labor Day every oh, year. Okay, so it's the Sunday before Labor Day every yes. year. Okay, so. Uh, you're going to have the next day off anyway, so don't Correct. don't worry about having a Sunday show and freaking out about it. Don't be like, I'm making other plans, yep. or I can't make it, and I know I can't. You're not going to work the you, next day anyway. Right. You have to work Monday is not an excuse. <laughs> no kidding. So uh, we're, we're talking Saturday, go to the show. It's going to be on the 31st of August. Yep. That's the crab boil, or shrimp. Shrimp, shrimp boil. not crab. Sorry. It's a shrimp boil. Uh, Tom Buller is going to be there uh, and just playing trouble. I pulled some of his stuff up on Spotify. And uh, when we wrap this up, that's what I'm going to be playing. So I'm going to check that out. Uh, Dawn Patrol, you said, was opening up the show. Yep. Uh, Brutal Republic, Grin, and Rolling Thunder with a smattering of some amazing. Zach Sunken, Cosmic Brownies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's going to be so good, dude. So let's. So that's four bands plus all the middle bands. You're talking at least at bare minimum was like seven bands. Seven, seven bands. This is gonna be so good. Yep. No dead air time. Bags. Seven tournament. bands, people. And you wonder why we ask for donations? Yeah, exactly. It's not free. And I'll tell you what, like, our end isn't free. Nobody's. A- Your end is free, but we just ask you yeah. to help us. <laughs> I, I I hate how I say that, and then I'm just like, wait, that doesn't make. I'm glad you clarified. Yeah. It's a free event to the public. You can yes. show up for free if you want and not do anything. I would not recommend it. I guarantee you, you're gonna have such a good time that you're gonna end up like here's a, here's a I. <laughs> I bought two shirts last year, which was some of the money that I got paid to show up to play. So you guys got all the money, you know, not all the money, but some of the money back out of me. So yeah. like, that's how much I enjoyed this. I ended up getting two shirts out of the whole ordeal. Yep. And I mean, we've, that's something we've experienced. Now the, the Great Lakes hybrids, every year we pay them for their slots and every year they say, keep the money. And, and that's, what's great. And I, I, and I'm sure we'll have some this year again that do the same thing, um, that they're, they simply understand that it's not about getting yeah as a musician yeah it is about getting paid for for your talents but also as a musician it's about coming out and sharing your talents with a with for 15 20 minutes with a a a large group of people that appreciate your talents exactly there's nobody out there that's the other thing i've never seen a situation where any like uh it's not cat calling i don't know what the word i'm looking for but there's nobody's like berating the people playing music nobody's like this guy sucks there's none of that stuff i've i've seen 
almost none of that in like the two plus years I've been playing music. No. And I don't know why I thought I would see more of it, but it's maybe it's just my self-conscious bleeding out of me. But like, no, it's my, like a seventh year of, of hosting it and, uh, or of emceeing. And in the six years I've been there, I have never seen anybody say, well, this guy sucks or this band's not good or, or anything like that. That's just ridiculous to even think that that would even come out of somebody's mouth. Yeah, exactly. We're there for a good purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the other thing is, we police it and patrol it ourselves. Our committee, our rock and picnic committee, is in charge of, of policing it. Mm-hmm. We do have presence of uh, once in a while. The county sheriffs come down and uh, the deputies uh, hang around and listen to music for a while. They are completely understanding that we've got control of things. They don't hang around too long if they don't want to. They got a job to do too. Yep. Um, but again, they they also come down and and sit and listen. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and in the six years that I've been there, we had one, I think I remember one one guy mm-hmm. being crewed to, to somebody, and uh, one of our spectators asked him to quit. Um, Thank you very much, Mr. Shimon. <laughs> and and Mr. Shimon took a, took a fist to the eye, and within three seconds, Rock and Picnic people were there, and other spectators were there to put this thing to a halt. Uh-huh. Now, the guy that was being crewed was escorted out. That's good, yeah. But you're talking like... If there's 10 years and 1,000 people go over here, that's one in 10,000. Yeah. One out of 10,000. <laughs> I like those odds, dude. Yeah. I mean, that's that's any concert anywhere. 10,000 people, one of them is going to be rowdy. Yeah. But that's crazy. That's only been one out of 11 whole years. Yeah. Now, we have to, you know, there's some stupid shit that goes on around the world these days, and you and I can't control that. Nope. And you out there in radio world can't control it. Mm-mm. But we can do our, our best to not promote it. And just get through life without it. And, and, exactly. And it's all about spreading the love. <laughs> Dude, we've, we've covered an hour. I think we've covered everything we need to cover as far as Rock and Picnic. Is there anything left uh, that you want to talk about uh, at all with me? I cannot come up with anything. All right. So we've got it all covered. Make sure you go out. It's uh, August 31st. It's a Saturday. And then September 1st, it's a Sunday. Those are the two days. You're not going to work on Monday because that's Labor Day. So come out both nights for the show. Uh, It's going to be great. I can't wait to check out all the amazing bands. Uh, Scott and a lot of other people work very, very hard to put this on for you. This is not just Scott's doing. This is not just somebody else's doing. This takes a lot of people to make this happen. This takes volunteers. This takes. This also takes people to head up and and manage these volunteers to get them to go to the right place and do yep. the things they do. So, I mean, you're, we're talking all levels of of volunteer work here. Nobody's getting paid for this other than other than musicians. Yep. So. This, this is going to be a great show. I, Musicians and sound crew. Sound crew, too. Oh, yeah. Let's give another shout-out to the sound crew, because every yeah. year it has sounded Mike, so good. Mike Wiedemann does a fabulous, fabulous fantastic job. Um, and, and when the bands make requests that he wasn't ready for, not a problem. Not a problem He at says, all. okay, I'll deal with it. And, yeah. he, and he makes it work. Yeah, so. someone shows up with two kicks, wham, he's got another microphone. <laughs> you know, right. it's, it's not like it's an issue. You yep. know, the guy's got it all there, so it's yeah. great. You know, and, and back to what you was mentioned earlier about the everybody volunteers for this thing. They asked me six years ago, pardon me, I asked them if I could help, and they said, well, do you know anything about a stage? And I said, well, I can learn, you know. Uh-huh. And and to me, I've, I've just embraced that, and, and I was scared the first year, mm-hmm. but boy, I, it's a matter of pride now. I, I just love this thing so much. Um, and, you know, and I could go through a, a, a list of people that have helped out between 
Paul Larson and, and Gary Malang has helped us out. I think he's kind of retiring this year, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't even dare start with names. I guess yeah, because because who are you gonna who are you gonna leave off? Yeah. That's always the worst yeah. part. The Powells and Ted Pranger and Dan Dahl and and Keel Zinnel and uh, Gordy and I mean gents. The the list is far too long. Yes. for me to go through everything. Yes, um, I mean. Jason, bro- I mean, <laughs> we're gonna have to cut this off right here, just because yeah. otherwise it's just gonna keep going, dude. Thank you so much for coming on, joining me, talking about the rock and picnic. I might show up, show up with some portable gear and try and snag some like little mini interviews with some of the musicians or something. If they're please do, if they're like hopping off the side of the stage or whatever, and just see what they got going on. Please do. I'd even set you up a pop up tent to to do it under if you wanted to. Do I would I would love it. I would absolutely love that. Um, I mean, even if it's. Dude, even if you give me a chair and a table, like I'll, I'll do it. So uh, we'll uh, make room. All right. If if nothing else, I'll just pick a spot under a tree and you just point and say go over there when you're done playing. Well, I hope I didn't waste your time, people, for this last hour. I hope you enjoyed it. No time has been wasted because everyone is going to the Rockin' Picnic. It is on the 31st. If you're going on Saturday night, the first is the show. That is going to be. I can't wait, dude. I'm. Uh, you sold me on this lineup. Bring extra socks because we're gonna rock them off. <laughs> Don't forget chairs. Anything you want, just bring it out there. It's gonna be great. Free show, Scott. Thank you so much for coming on to talk about the rock and picnic. Thank you for doing this podcast. It has been a very good tool uh, for the local musicians and the music industry. Um, I, I've missed maybe six or eight of them, um, and that's simply because I didn't know who it was and, and had other things to do, never got back to listen to them. Yep. But the podcast that you do with all the local guys that I've known or met, I think to myself, well, I don't know him, but I'd sure like to hear what he's got to say. Yeah, exactly, because as much as we run into each other, we don't actually sit down and have these one-on-one conversations yep. with each other, and these are the conversations I like to have, and it's weird to be like at a bar or club or whatever and just be like, hey, like, what's your thoughts on this? You know, and this, like, dude, we're here to watch music, dude. So, yep. dude, thank you again. Really appreciate it. Thank you. All right. You know, that was a great episode. Uh, going into it, we were both kind of like, is this going to be a, a long one or a short one? We, you know, because the last one we had was one of the first long episodes I ever had on the podcast. And it, it was it was really good. I'm not taking anything away from Scott saying it wasn't any good, but it was it was kind of a weird test I had. It was uh, it was over an hour and we could have gone for a long time. And it was hard not to steer, try and steer the conversation back to him playing shows. But uh, we were here to talk about one thing, and that one thing is Rock and Picnic. And this year, I cannot wait to go to the Rock and Picnic. It's near and dear to my heart as of recently, especially since I have played a couple of shows there, and I got to see firsthand what goes into the Rock and Picnic. I got to see who was there. I sat up front, and it's a. I feel like it's a different atmosphere once you share the stage with some people. But it's, it's just crazy. Uh, the last couple of years, I've gotten really, really into going to the live music just in general. Uh, I've talked about that with a couple of people, about how live music is just a little bit better than not live music. I don't know how to say it, but going to see live music, there's just something about it. It's, it's something special. And uh, Humboldt is afforded a, a really good opportunity. It's the Rock and Picnic, so come up to Humboldt, Iowa. Check out the Rock and Picnic. Uh, bring your lawn chairs it's free admission starts at 3 p.m we talked about all this in the podcast but it's sunday 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 september 1st if you want to come early you can check out tom buller that's saturday night at 7 p.m but it's sunday 3 p.m september 1st check it out it's gonna be rock and picnic brutal republic grin rolling thunder 
and uh, Dawn Patrol is opening up for them, and I got to play a show with them, and they were good. So check them out. It's going to be a rocking good time. Uh, Rolling Thunder, ACDC cover band. That is going to be killer. I can't wait. Hopefully, hopefully, I'm a, maybe I'll set up a booth. That would be fun. Even if I don't set up a booth, I'd, I'd like to walk around with a portable recorder and just bug a few people and just uh, get some mini interviews. Maybe I'll put that one out as a special edition episode. Maybe not. Maybe I'll just put it out as a regular episode. I don't know. I've still debated on whether or not to put more than one episode out a week. And if I do, how would I make it any better or different than what I normally am doing? So, uh, yeah. Anyways, thank you guys for uh, checking this episode out. Uh, thanks, Huge thanks to Scott Dahl for uh, stopping by. Uh, I got some links down below for you guys to check out for the Rockin' Picnic. Those are the links I'm sharing this week. That's what we're talking about, Rockin' Picnic. And uh, you know what? I got to say a huge thanks to Couchtown Coffee once again. Uh, go check out their website, www.couchtowncoffee.com. Uh, click on the Our Coffees section and uh, find a coffee you like. You can make an order this week uh, and you can save yourself 20% by entering the code word Picnic, And that's a R-O-C-K space N space P-I-C-N-I-C. Rockin' Picnic. So that'll save you 20% if you make an order anytime between today, the episode air, which is uh, Thursday the 22nd. And let's see here. That would be the 28th of August, uh, 2019. So yeah, if you uh, make an order anytime in between there and enter that code word, you can save 20%. I highly suggest it because it's going to be uh, the greatest coffee you've ever had. So shop local, shop Couch Town, and uh, start your day off with a nice little uh, local roasted cup of coffee. That's how I do it every morning, and uh, you know, it's I guess it's working for me. So uh, you know what? I had a great time sitting down on this episode talking with Scott. Uh, I had a great time sitting down talking about Rock and Picnic. I can't wait to go check this one out. It's I love checking out live music, and uh, you know that's kind of what this podcast is started for, and that's what it's kind of all about. And this is hometown live music. It's local. Uh, you know anybody anywhere in North Central Iowa, you're welcome to come to this thing. I I can't wait to check it out. I hope I uh, hope I get to sit down and talk with a few people at the Rock and Picnic and see what they're up to. Once again, that's on Sunday. So uh, we'll see you guys at the show, and uh, we'll see you guys next week for another awesome episode of the Audible Farm Podcast. Peace.